Boys, Boys. How, we, how we going? Now, uh, let's just uh, take a moment of appreciation. I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a clap yep. for the Lawrence Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it actually made the news this week, which was it good. It did. Channel Nine News. I think it was Channel Nine News yeah. Sunshine Coast or something like that. But we'll take it. <laughs> something. Yeah. And it was so funny. All the comments in that was just people yeah. like saying, "Oh, thank, like thank Christ, I finally got some coverage." Man, I was watching sports the other day. They had some fourth division so- women's soccer team that won the premiership or something. And the Hunter brothers still didn't get it. The Lawrence brothers still didn't get it. Oh, I thought they so. would have lost to the under-16 boys again. <laughs> <laughs> but man, awesome effort. I mean, oh. like uh, a major moment in Australian sport history. Major. And, yeah. and motorsport has to be, you yeah. know, top five. Like oh, for sure. Jet Lawrence, 22-0, undefeated. On debut. Season. Season. Yeah. It doesn't get any better than that. And just dominated, really. And then, crazy enough, it's his then it's, it's his brother. Yeah. Yep. And wins the 250s at the last round as well. So, fuck, what else do you say? What else do you say? I mean, it's just an amazing feat. And, yeah, wish him all the best going forward. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty amazing from, you know, it looks to be a super humble family. And it's amazing how they stay so competitive with each other, but then it just drives them to do more. So, when's... When's Hunter going to go up to the 450s? I mean, like next season. Oh, but yeah, Jet, I believe. That's going to be all, That's going to be good to see. I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, they yeah. will end up, you know, being against each other at one point. So there's going to be some good rivalries there when Hayden Deegan rolls up as well. So Did you watch the race at all? Uh, I've watched only highlights so okay. far. I mean, it's impossible to find it viewing, I suppose, in yeah. Australia. So it yeah. makes it hard for us. So Yeah. Um, so obviously... Um, Jet went one and one, and then uh, I know Joe Shimoda went one and one for the two fifties. Japanese rider, very very talented. There you go. It's uh it's interesting. The two fifty field um, at the moment, you know, everyone looks at AMA and they just think it's just all Americans, and you know, it's still a lot of it is. But like for uh, the last round, that went you know Japan, American, France, American, Aussie in yeah. the two fifties. So. The French always have a, a big showing in motocross and even yeah. Des Nations, um, if anyone's not familiar with that, it's basically the World Cup of motocross. So you, you, you ride as your country and you've got three riders um, and France, I think, won it a couple of years in a row, even maybe in three years in a row. Like they're legit yeah. motocross riders. Mm. The Euros are these days, but like Americans dominated for so many years with Carmichael and Stewart and Villapoto. Um, but, you know, it's been the reign of the Euros, the Dutch quick Italians always quick Cairoli he's like an yeah. eight time world champion or ten time world champion something crazy didn't you have a theory with that they've got a lot more mixed conditions in Europe uh, yeah the Euros race mud yeah amazing because they're, they're always they're always um, you know in mud or deep sand like Jeffrey Hurlings mm. um, and he's out on Lommel um, it's just a sandy track and he's going to be on the gas the whole time so like I think Americans are maybe slowly catching up, but the Euro is the next level again. And then it'll be interesting in the next destinations how the Lawrence boys go. So hopefully, I'm sure they'll be racing. And then how the big test is when Jet goes over and races all those Euros now. Yeah. But, you know, 22 and 0. <laughs> yeah. Oh, congratulations. Like, it is incredible effort. Incredible. Yeah. You know, and same with Hunter. I can't forget him. Yeah, 100%. There'd be yeah. some party parties going on over there right now. Bloody oath. That's a bucket list though, going to Des Nations. 
Okay. For the motocross. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> Add it on the list. Yeah, write, write that down for sure. It's especially supporting the Aussies. It's always a big turnout, especially if they go to like um, like France. The French know how to party and do all that out in Ernie. It's a different motocross track, but very cool. Their, their, their tracks are next level, the Euros. Yeah. Understated. But yeah, that's crazy. Great, great effort. Bloody earth. Yeah. Well, yeah, F1's on the weekend as well. Yeah. So, and wow, what an interesting race that was. Mm. Sea of Orange. Sea of Orange. Good to see the crowd. Really enjoyed that. Yeah. Bloody oath. And it, uh, it was like, it put on like a bit of a bipolar Melbourne weather that yeah. weekend. Wow, man. It's uh, That rain coming down at the end of the race was some of the heaviest rain. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, you know, you, you know it's fucking raining hard. We can see it on the camera. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But a couple of things to take out. It was the I couldn't believe when I saw this stat today. It was the most ever overtakes in a Formula One race ever. What? Oh no way! Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So they set that set a new record. So, which was crazy. Um, Max just absolute domination. Like we talked about this before the pod. Yeah. He was 13 seconds behind Perez when it all sort of sort of started to settle down after they went on wet tires, and with blink of an eye, six laps yeah. or something, he just caught back up. Yeah. He just dominates. He dominates. It's the track. It's the car. It's the driver. So, but you know, it's obviously the best car out there. But he's making Perez look like a <laughs> oh, nuffy, yeah. and they're in the same car. Yeah, he's you different, know. different kettle of fish, Max. Liam Lawson made his debut. Unfortunately, poor Ricardo. Yeah, yeah. Looked like a nasty accident, like going into the wall. Sort of that steering wheel sort of snapped back when he hit the wall, yeah, and he just didn't let go of it. Yeah, cracked his hand. So, looks like he's going to be out for Monza today. So, Alpha Tari have come out and said that Liam Lawson will have another crack at it. So, yeah, I was um, well, I was watching qualifying, and um, and Liam Lawson came out for his for his first lap. So he hadn't had practice one or two. Mm. Only had practice three. It was wet. Oh, of course. His yeah. first lap on slicks was out in qualifying. <laughs> Fuck. So. Which was just, I mean, and the there was one like you just had to, you know, you just had to have, get through that dry line. So talk about getting thrown in the deep end, man. Jeez, <laughs> man. And you know what? He finished ahead of Sonoda. Which yeah, is a great, wow. great effort in the end. Wow. Did he have penalties? Did he? Did he end up getting a couple penalties? Yeah, he got a five yeah. second penalty for yeah. for speeding in the pit lane. I think. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Did you see Perez? He you hit the wall going. Around. Perez hit the wall going to the pit lane, and then was couldn't stop the car, so he was speeding in the pit lane. Got the five second penalty, and then so he pitted, and he didn't need to pick. It's a red flag. Yeah, yeah. At the end of That's the race, right, so yeah. if he just stayed out, he would have finished a comfortable second. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, interestingly, I just couldn't believe at the start of the race, no one just ducked in for wet tires. Like it was, it was spitting the rain on the formation lap. It was bringing mm, me back. No to, one put the gamble on. Yeah, and it was putting me back to Nurburgring in 07 when Mark Marcus Winklehock pitted on the formation lap, put full wets on. And then they, he went around and was one lap and then it started bucketing down. Everyone went off and then he was leading the race He's on, on debut. That's a cool So one. why wouldn't Liam Lawson come in and put a set of, you know, wets on? See how mm. you go. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Or like a Williams driver or something like that. So, yeah, results in the end. Um, so obviously Verstappen won. Lonzo second. Lonzo second. And then a real surprise, um, Pierre Gasly. Yeah. In yeah, third, so that's bad. good for Alpine, and I think Dance Alpine, boy, yeah, Alpine's oh, been um, double points for that. Did, did you pick that last week? Oh, I picked him a couple weeks ago. I yeah. can't remember if I picked him again yeah. this week. Crystal ball was 
I don't know. It was, there was yeah. there's something in that, like, you know. You just Maybe. But, um, You're channeling Tom. Yeah, channeling yeah, I think Tom's it's, crystal ball. I think I've handed over the rain. The <laughs> I think I've handed the rain over. But yeah, I um, there was a couple of things that I couldn't believe Mercedes completely fucked that up at the start of the race. They yeah. were they were like sixteenth yeah, really and seventeenth. Russell just did not have a go of it the whole yeah the whole time. Uh, another thing to take out of the race: the wet tires, completely useless. Yeah, what's your yeah. thoughts on that? Because it it from the outsider, it is um, soon as they go onto wets, they they're gonna call the race. Call anyway. the race anyway. So what's the yeah. point? Yeah, don't have them. So yeah. Ocon Ocon pitted for wet tires, yes. full wet tires. Yeah. The only one to it was lost a handful of seconds when it actually finally started to rain and the wet tire came back. He would have looked really good. Boom, red flag. Yeah. yeah. So they are really useless. They can't put them through the tire warmers. So that's a big issue. Like, so they're cold coming Stone out. Stone cold, pits. yeah. And that's the new regulation for this year. So, but yeah, I mean, it's they are they are useless. So we have to sort that out. And it's just yeah, fuck. It's just because of the aquaplaning, I guess. Yeah. Like you see, obviously, um, what's his name, Alfa Romeo slam into yeah, yeah, into the wall. You know, it's another thing. Logan Sargent went off. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it's like an unforced error almost like an unforced crash but I don't really remember seeing many of them lately in F1 there's not really any kind of unforced error crashes where someone just makes a mistake and then slams yeah. into the wall yeah. besides Monaco yeah but true. like in a proper circuit you know where I, I feel like that used to be more common but now may, I don't know obviously just more on rails but inter- inter- interestingly it actually came out today that he had um, power steering failure oh fuck there you go, there you go. So, um but yeah, it's true. It's a really good point. It's a really good point. Yeah, though. I was thinking about it the last couple of races. I'm like, no one's just gone off and just ran wide and whatever. It's so funny. His these cars are so on the <clears> knife's <throat> edge as well. So one little mistake, they they, they you just lose it so hard. There's so much downforce. Yeah. Know, obviously, the, with the ground effect cars, and you so. need to have the speed and everything to yeah put that all into play. Yeah. You know, you can't just be pussy farting around there. Um, what did you guys think of Red Bull's strategy pitting Verstappen first? Uh, correct. Yeah. yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah, I know. Dude's undefeated in his home race. <laughs> yeah. Like, why wouldn't you favour him? I know, and he absolutely dominated the weekend. Was like, that a media beat-up, though? Or 100%. Per- or did yeah. Perez come out and say anything? Yeah, Perez on the radio said, why are we? Why am I getting yeah. undercut yeah. by Verstappen? But yeah, did he say anything after the race? Uh, not that I read. Because, yeah, it's just an immediate beat-up. Like, Perez started seventh, had a terrible qualifying session, got lucky and yeah. was leading the race. And then now they expect him to, oh, because he's leading the race, oh, let's, you know, let's fade crazy. Him. It doesn't make sense. No. And the 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 commentators um, who James didn't like, which I didn't mind, actually. Nah, where was Martin Brundle? He t- he's only there for about 14 races a year, 12 races a year. He's not nah, there every weekend. Nah, so. missed him. Um, missed him. So... But they had the... Oh, I've forgotten her name, but she used to be the um, head strategist for Force India. Yes. And she was on commentary with special comments and I really enjoyed that. She was saying... She went back into the radio comms and everything as the race was going and then she had her input, which I really enjoyed. She was saying that um, they did call Max in. Max didn't ask to come into the pits. They called him in. So, I mean, obviously it came from yeah from the head. But of course, like, geez. Yeah, especially when you're trying to go for a record too. Yeah. yeah 100%. And he's don't like, Perez hasn't performed this year. He doesn't deserve to have the... No, that's right. 
have the calls again with him. So if the if the championship was neck and neck, yes, this would be much more of a story. Yeah. But he's dominating. Yeah. So and he was going to pass him anyway. Perez might have done some fucking stupid move and knocked them both out. So that's right. Why wouldn't you? Like yeah, and was- it happened for years with Hamilton and and Bottas as well. It was on a, a whole different level, as you said, it touched mm. on. He, it was 12 seconds and it went down to two seconds yeah. and the gap in yeah. six laps or something yeah. ridiculous. Like, he just put the burners on and can catch him. So, it's just, yeah, it's craziness. What, what, what's Perez's contract situation like? He's yeah. got next year. So, he's got next year. Yeah. But the thing is with Red Bull, they can just demote, the, they can demote anyone to their second team. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, they've come out this week as well and said that... Actually, I might have heard this as a rumor, so I'll keep my source close to my chest, that the Alpha Tarot next year is going to be major sponsored by Hugo Boss. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah, so it's going to be a Hugo Boss F1. Interesting. Which, which I think will be cool. That's but so dope. I didn't... I. It's rumors at this stage. I haven't had full confirmation on that. But it is interesting because Hugo Boss is a clothing company versus Alpha Tarot, which is Red Bull's clothing company. So yeah, that's right. I don't know how that's going to go, but maybe there's a collab or something coming. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? maybe 100%. That's such an F1 sponsor, is Hugo Boss. Yeah. Like, it's most F1 like how cool ever. is that going to look? I'm imagining like a black car with like silver Hugo Boss on the side of it. Or even yeah. gold. Yeah. Like a JPS. Yeah. Ooh, now you got me. Now you got me, bloody all hot and sweaty. All right. <laughs> That ain't, that, that ain't easy. <laughs> well, how good was the old JPS? Um, we'll save it with, for for us too, Daniel. Yeah. But the um, the old JPS. Oh, you guys are in for a treat in two weeks' time. It's going to be just these two on the pod. <laughs> Interestingly, Aston Martin and Hugo Boss have a has a. Um, That's their um. Yeah. So, so Red Bull in talks yeah. with Hugo. Red Bull in talks with Hugo Boss for Alpha Tower F1 team. So. But you're right. The colors actually do look very similar to the old JPS Lotus. Yeah. That. Oh man, imagine yeah. that. Like Kimi Raikkonen raced for him that uh, Lotus back in like oh, 2010. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the JPS yeah, yeah. colors. Great, cool. Yeah, he actually true. won a few races on yeah. that, that car. Didn't he come to the second or third in the championship yeah. in that car? It, funny story about that. He came back from rallying and yes, and to go into that team, yeah. and they paid him per point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Them. Do we talk about that? Have we talked about that? No, nah, no. Nah, I, I think it was before or after a. Point. Man, they paid per point, and they it almost put Lotus broke. Yeah. So <laughs> that's such a mint story. <laughs> yeah, he finished like third in the championship, but they were like, you can imagine that in the head office, like, oh my god, because oh, Lotus yeah, is a small British yeah, company, yeah, like, yeah. and um, and they almost put they almost put put them broke from the from the contract. So that's one of the best yeah. looking cars, that Raikkonen one. Yeah, probably wasn't like in memory, no, but you're looking back at it. Yeah, I think you're right. It is a really good looking car. Mm. But they, they were not, they weren't very good designs back then because they had this funny little drop nose. You yeah, remember that? yeah, I remember. So Step they down. they were like ugly years for F1s, but they go through that F1. It's, that's the cool thing about the sport, it can be so radical. Remember remember the F1 car? I think it was Jody Schechter back in the day, like back in the 70s or 80s. They had two wheels. The, they had six wheels. Six yeah, wheeler, six yeah. Wheeler, Man. Yeah. They had a fan car. So someone yeah. put a big fan on the, on the back of the car. That got, that got banned. That's a great thing about it. It's just constantly, you know, that innovation. Yeah. Well, I, I suppose, yeah, because MotoGP, look, they look different. They look different, but essentially they are the same looking bikes throughout the year so it is a cool thing about F1 yeah it's not as cool as it used to be though like some yeah. cars used to look completely different yeah. yeah the problem was then like we look at you know I mean I can't really say they were more dominant back then because obviously Verstappen's dominating so much this year but you look at that 1988 season 
where they won every single race bar yeah, one. Yeah. That's, uh, nice. that's what happens when, you know, obviously they had different technology. Then following into the years after that, um, they had things like ride height devices like MotoGP have, and they all got banned because one team can innovate this amazing feature in the car and then absolutely blow them out of the water. So It was like um, Mercedes with their steering. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. On the, the brakes the, where it would yeah, move and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, good the, point. Yeah, what, that, what was that called? The Dars, the Death Stars system or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Dars system or something. Yeah, we should know that, but anyway, <laughs> can't know everything. Yeah, <laughs> can't you know? Fake fans. Fake fans. Yeah, <laughs> I only into it because the drive to survive. Yeah, just, yeah, just yeah, pull, yeah. Just pulling yeah. Jody Schechter out of my ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Mm. Very good. Ah, uh, boys, anything to touch on F one? Anything you saw during the week that the listeners might want to know about? Um. I just had a note. I thought Carlos actually raced all right. Yeah, that great point. I great thought he point. actually did all right. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, uh, Ferrari fucked the other strategies up. Oh man, again. Like we were talking about before. We don't. Just, even, you don't even want to talk, talk about, about it. it anymore. Yeah, like, I just, know. I'm like over shit. over it. It's just like death taxes and Ferrari fucking the strategy. Yeah, it's just right. yeah. Um, but yeah, really, it was really pleasing to see Carlos actually have a good race and yeah. fight hard those last few laps with Lewis as well. Yeah. I thought he did really well to fend him off. Yeah. Fifth. Yeah. I think just missed out on that five second yeah, penalty yeah. for Perez. He as did. Well, yeah, so. it was a couple of seconds. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, that I took. Uh, that was one thing I took out of the race. Obviously, Gasly as well. Mm. They did awesome. And Alonso, yeah, fastest lap. Yeah. Driver of the day. I thought he raced awesome. Where did Alonso qualify? I can't remember. Oh, I was fourth. Fourth. Yeah. Yeah, he qualified or third or fourth. He qualified up there. No, wasn't Albon fourth? Yeah, it must, it must have been third then. Yeah. No, nah, it was Max, George, Lando. Or Max, Lando, George. Yeah, fifth then. Yeah, it must yeah, have been fifth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, good call. Um, Man, Alex Albon, he's such in form at the moment. Man, Man isn't he on that he, fucking car? Oh, they're actually... Interesting, they came out today that Red Bull have actually stolen a design off Williams this year. Oh, yeah. wow. And the ex-head of tech in Mercedes actually is now the team principal at Williams. Should know this as well, but um, get up in the blower. Yeah, have to. Oh, old mate. <laughs> yeah, him. Isn't his name James as well? Yeah, James. Hey, um, represent. <laughs> There's only like a billion of us. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> James Bowles. That's it. Very, very, very sh- smart individual and believed to be a very important, integral part of those years at Mercedes, those winning years at the Mercedes. So now he's taking everything that he's learned and also had has up here to this Williams team being British himself. Yeah. And apparently improved out of sight. Like they've gone from this team where it's like, there's no professionalism. He's like got everyone in line. So really good things. It's ahead. awesome to see. And you can, you can actually see it. Good for F1 if Williams Man. is up there. Cause they've got a, an amazing history. Williams, like McLaren, Ferrari, Mercedes they're all pretty good at the moment like it's a really golden year of F1 it's just Max is dominating yeah yeah well we're just saying this you know if if Max wasn't dominating the championship's actually incredible it shows the first six qualifiers with six different teams like that's not F1 at all no and obviously mixed conditions and stuff but it was it was completely dry for the for Q3 yeah so yeah good I'd love to see Williams back up there again. And they've had yeah. incredible drivers over the years. Of like, course, yeah. No, they're no joke. They've, known, they've been known for the last few years to more have the up-and-coming drivers coming through. Yeah. Uh, George Russell came from yeah. Williams, yeah. So did Bottas. Yep. Yeah, Bottas and um, but, a few others. But you get them back up there again. But, but it's interesting. Albon's come out and said, like, look, if 
if Williams can provide me a car like they have, I'm happy to stay with the team. I think less pressure for him too from Red Bull. Yeah. From what he was copping at Red Bull. You know what? He probably, I know this is going to sound crazy, he probably performed just as good as Perez performed. Probably. Like Gasly was shocking. Like he yeah, was he seconds was... behind um, mm. Verstappen every single race. Terrible. Like, and he came out of the Toro Rosso in a really good year before that. Yeah. So, and Albon was stiff a few times too. Like Hamilton fucking um, hit him out of podium twice. Yeah, twice. So, yeah, it's mm. a fair. That's actually not a bad call. Yeah, you were touching earlier that Hamilton. He's just a. He's a cockroach. He's a cockroach. Man, you can't kill him. Yeah. He, he just when you think he's down and cockroach out, cockroach are more ways than one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you think he's down and out, he always just comes to be you know back up top Man, six. He was on the, to the podium. The wrong tires at one point. He's like, incredible. Yeah. Like it's he's a pain in the ass. Um, but fuck, he's good. Yeah. He's so good. He just that's what the greats do though. They're never out. No. Yeah, that's right. You know, they find a way. They just find a way. And yeah. again, like he was what, 16th at one stage or something like that? Yeah, 16th. Um, and just, yeah, fuck, I don't know. He just came back and like, you know, again, I blinked and he was like top six, top seven or whatever mm. it was. That's yeah, he got incredible. stuck behind, he got stuck behind signs for the most of that last bit of the race as well. Yeah. yeah. As in stuck behind him even passing through traffic and stuff. So I just can't believe that that race had the most amount of overtakes in history being such a tight circuit as well. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, nice. I actually like it as a circuit too. Mm. I think it's Man, a great that, race track. Those banked corners just... And it's so cool to have something different. Yeah. Like you yeah. go to Spa, you see O Rouge and Aradion, it's just different corners. And that's yeah. what makes it so good. Like if even Phillip Island, that last, that last corner at Phillip Island, yeah. they say it has like the highest tyre temperature of the whole year yeah because they're on that they're on that side for that so long time so So, punishing yeah and the fans were amazing um i I noticed that the austrian crowd and the dutch crowd they've had like a i think they had martin garrix or something in the crowd he was was, uh, waving the flag yeah well martin garrix and verstappen are good mates oh there you go the crowd was and then andre rieur did they? Was yeah. that him? Was that him? Yeah, Andre, oh, yeah. still he kicking, do- is he? He was doing the... <laughs> but, bro, how cool was that at the start of the race? Bro. It's seriously like... I love how they did that because it was modern tech music yeah. versus Andre Rieu coming on. Like, it was like two worlds meeting and it yeah. worked so good, perfectly. Man, it was pissing down and like... Like, no hate to the Aussies, but if it was pissing down Australia, everyone would be fucking gone. Yeah. yeah. All, all the... Uh, the Dutch were like fucking singing along they're, they're in, the, in the in the crowd. You see that in Aston MotoGP, they're yeah. diehard. And they haven't had success in Formula 1 before. Yeah. At all. Yeah, that's right. So, it is it is crazy. It's Man, the fans were going nuts. I love how they got a colour as well. Like, I love that. It's all orange. Like They're, yeah, they're, in, cool. they're like that in every sport. The soccer, they, they wear orange jerseys. Like, yeah. it's just their thing, you know? So, I love that. We don't really have that as Australia. Like, green and gold maybe, but... Oh, it's, yeah, I reckon a little bit. Yeah, but we're not going to go to the F1s and wear green and gold, though, because then you'll... Nah, I guess, nah that, and I guess that's his colour as well. Yeah that's, a, yeah, that's the other thing. It helps that it's Max colour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. But then you also look like you're the McLaren fans. Yeah, yeah papaya colour. Yeah. It's a fine line. We'll just go there in Motorsport Republican merch. <laughs> <laughs> an all-orange T-shirt would actually look all right, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, like an orange hoodie. I'm fucking sick, actually. But yeah, we've got Monza this weekend. It's, um, <laughs> bloody old mate's bloody hometown. Yeah. So we're excited for that. So is it a double header, Monza and Catalonia? Yeah. yeah. Ah, fuck yeah. Mad. Yeah, it's um, a big weekend. Next, next. Uh, well, not take nothing away from this podcast. We can, you know, a lot of good 
things being talked about, but next weekend's going to be Yeah, it'll be huge. Um, what's to go... Oh, I know we don't want to touch on it but with Charles. Like, we're going into Monza. He's had a fucking terrible year. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you know... Something will give, like... Yeah. He'll, like, come out and dominate or something. It's either... Well, I reckon it'll be either all or nothing. I don't know about that one. Uh, they haven't got the top speed either. So... I know. Or maybe I'm falling into the trap of this Monza curse. You know what it is? It's the fucking Italian coming out of him again. Yeah, well, it's, put, it's the blood. Blood's rushing to yeah, the head. Yeah, he'll put Beethoven back on again, whatever <laughs> that song was. Mario. Mario's Beethoven. Oh, his neighbor. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a spectacle. Man, what a weekend this weekend. It's crazy. Are they, they're Two normal. great tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, does that mean they're going to have MotoGP earlier like they usually do? Because I think they actually came out well, with a schedule this week. Catalonia is never normally on this late. It's, it's normally after Mugello. Yeah. Yeah. Why is so it? It's normally before the break, isn't it? Yeah. Bro, yeah. how hot's it going to be there? Yeah. It's yeah. Ah, oh, it's like 40 degrees in yeah. Spain at the moment. And the Euros love like, you know, sitting in the grandstand shirtless. It's so funny. Yeah. Siggies and shit. <laughs> yeah, they love it. <laughs> and the Japs love Siggies. <laughs> they love crumbling under pressure too. <laughs> That's not good. Yeah. Well, well, well can well, we, we get... get held off at a bank? Have <laughs> they got a Mazzano test coming up as well? I think so. Right. What would they be, the... what would they be testing? Like carbon swing arms, mop. Excuse me? Would I buy a mop? <laughs> you know what I said. Um, can you get the... Time's up. Yeah, I'm trying to get it up here. I just want to... For MotoGP or F1? The MotoGP race. I want to see if it's... Uh, Interesting. It's on at ten. That's, ten. Oh, that's normal time. Yeah, but they normally have it an hour early. That's it's so MotoGP is going to go straight into F ones because F one's going to start ten minutes later. Ten minutes. Oh, fuck yeah. Ten that's minutes cool. after. So perfect. Perfect. Man, clear your schedules. Oh man, Goodness. Sunday, Sunday night. night you, no that's, one's. That's a long night. Yeah, that is a long night. That's a three hour night. Well, no, plus Moto two, Moto three. Yeah, it's, You're going to be sitting down from seven p.m. until one a.m. Perfect. Sunday night we've got it so good bro where yeah. else would you Australia, rather be Australia has got it we actually have it the best because you know oh, I'd rather F1 one hour earlier though yeah you're yeah. right one hour it is it is one hour yeah. too late MotoGP is perfectly perfect because yeah. you got no one annoying you you don't have to do anything you got no christenings or and birthdays yeah, you're or not bub, missing bub, it, bub you're not missing it for a Sunday up <laughs> sorry Gertie <laughs> <laughs> is that where they cut off the skin the barbie stuff <laughs> no it's at birth oh. they put their head in the oh we don't talk about this <laughs> that's religion yeah, <laughs> yeah. what is it the um the circumcision ch- the church it. of the latter day republicans are we <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, but you know what? They usually have MotoGP earlier, but I think this year they actually said at the start. Oh, I'm doing my Donald Trump. They um they said at the start. Naga. They said at the start of the year that they're not changing the schedule all year. It's always going to be MotoGP last. So that's what I heard. But I thought MotoGP was second. Yeah, Silverstone. Silverstone MotoGP is always second, I believe. Was mm. last year I think, um, or the year before Le Mans was second. Yeah, because really? they, when they yeah. clash with F ones, they always do it. And it works out really well because Moto 2 is on when F1s are on. Yeah. Mm. But obviously, this is it's early enough. So, oh, that's gonna be perfect. Did you guys see the um, kit Ferraris running? Yeah, yeah, yeah the oh, yellow. Looks dope. I don't mind it. Yeah. yeah, it looks good. But what's the yellow represent? Like, it's red. isn't Ferrari it's, red? It's an Italian thing, isn't it? With Ducati and Ferrari. 
It's some, yeah, because Ducati do it as well. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember what it is exactly, mm. but I love it. I reckon it looks sick. Yeah, because then that <coughs> when they had their was it the hundredth year anniversary? Didn't we have Last, the car? Do we have the car there? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's yellow. That's the, the same merch, yellow, isn't it? The yeah. merch for that last year was sick. Yeah, that was so good. Yeah, that's. I'm cool. not a big special edition merch fan, though. I don't know what it is. I'd rather just buy the actual merch. Yeah, I don't know. Depends. I'm. It's funny because I'm actually tossing up at the moment. Uh, they got a Gasly Monza cap. Okay. Just all white with the Italian flag. Yep. And I think it might have the date on when he won. Yeah. And I'm like, Crazy race sick. that was. That's pretty sick. That's but cool. But it's like, fuck, it's like a one-off. Yeah. I'd rather just have his normal... Normal hat. Hat. Yeah, that's a hard one. But I know what you mean. It's always hard. I mean, you, like championship stuff you probably buy. Like I yeah, got, I got, a, guys probably I got the, re, the Verstappen championship hat. Yeah, I got the Peko shirt. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, it's championship stuff is yeah. the best stuff. I think didn't we used to have like a Marquez one. Yeah, there's, there's a Marquez one. Yeah. Um. And yeah, and now they're starting to roll through the championship helmets. Yeah, which like is the sick. Peko like one, the, with, mm, uh, the Mir. Peko shouldn't be too. Hopefully, not too far away. Yeah, that's right. You've ordered that one. Yeah, That'll be yeah. sick. That'll be very sick. But yeah. Um, just going back onto it with Charles, Charles, real quick, Charles. Is he going to stay with Ferrari if this keeps happening? Man, you know what? I reckon. I really do see him at Mercedes replacing. Hamilton because I seriously yeah, think right. Charles is one of the most talented drivers on the grid and yeah, he came from he's just been forgotten about yeah. it was Sauber was yeah he, he came Sauber? And, bro he that year when he was at Sauber bro he was finishing 7th yeah, every single race it, it mm. was Red Bull Mercedes and Ferrari the top 6 and he was the best of the rest every single race yeah he was amazing that he year. Great year. Bro, that was the one of the most memorable years that I've ever seen a driver who was in a shit car yeah. go really well. Yeah. Albon's probably doing the same thing this year, but I mean, Logan Sargent qualified in Q3 this weekend. So obviously the Williams is becoming better, a bit better. But his teammate, Marcus Ericsson, Ericsson. that year. Yeah. Well done, Dan. Um, he was nowhere. Nowhere near Charles. So, and he'd, he'd already been in that seat for a year before that, hadn't he, yeah. Ericsson? Yeah, he has. Yep. Yeah. He, he looks like he's completely lost faith in that Ferrari and the team. But <sighs> it's just, And I don't want to get into it, but... He's come out today and out. spoken about, like, where are you going to be at Ferrari? And he goes, I don't want to talk about that right now. Sometimes you just need to sign a contract, like, early in the year and just get it done and then you can concentrate on... Yeah, that's right, and then just race. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Wasn't he linked to Aston Martin? Or am I thinking things? Yeah, I mean, you could see that happening, but like, yeah, I don't know how... I don't know if... I think Alonso is going one more year. Yeah, right. Wow. Awesome. Did you see the snippets of Alonso with that interview? He yes. Had an, like, all, all like, no holds bars interview. Yeah, laid it all out. Bro, they were talking about why he has, he's, hasn't, he's not married with no kids and like, is that a sacrifice he's made? And, oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't it was see really that. interesting. Yeah. Because there was a big mystery about his crash in 2014... When he went to McLaren and the pre-race test, he had this massive accident and he was out for two races. And they think he lost his memory. Yeah. And they think he... Well, he did lose his memory. Yeah. And they reckon he got an electrical shock. Sorry, yes. And um, because the new hybrid technology, but they didn't bring... They have never said anything. What? And I don't know in the interview if they... I think he just said he spun out and hit the wall. But because he, he went to... Like, it was just a normal crash. No, and all the all the footage has been like erased and shit. Bro, that's like what movies are made of. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's this conspiracy that like... Oh, it, I love it, a conspiracy. It was like um, Benjamin Button or whatever. Like yeah. He went back in time and he, you know, body of a 40-year-old thinks he's still 20. Yeah. Is- yeah, like Michael Jackson. 
I'd go higher than my voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's I, I know what you're talking about. That's absolutely nuts. Yeah, but I, I, I think he. They asked him about it, but he. Like, that would have been like bombshelling if he said what actually happened because oh, there's mate, no way uh, he just spun out and hit the wall and he was out and out like knock. He got knocked out. Yeah, they they know he got knocked out somehow. So, fuck. Yeah, it was an interesting watch though. It was good. Uh, I watched a couple snippets of it. Yeah, yeah, it was. I, I love those one on one interviews. There's no bullshit. Um, not going to be sexist here, but usually a male um, asking the questions because the females they they always seem to go into like you know their party lifestyle and just they don't get into like the real nitty gritty stuff. Yeah. So. Especially if it's an ex-racer asking, hundred percent, because they feel yeah. more they feel more e- at ease and talking no about more it. insights. Like some of the best interviews is Martin Brundle, like when he interviewed Lewis Hamilton. They're yeah. watching back. That was cool. Like, you know, yeah, stuff like that's mad. Yeah, hundred percent. It's just good to see Fernando do something like that too. Yeah. Well, I've seen. I mean, I watched his. He has a. He had a um, documentary series on on Amazon about yeah. when he went to Dakar and won the Dakar yeah, right. rally. But it was all in Spanish and, you know, no, you just can't get... It's, you can't get into it. You can't get it's into hard. it as much when it's... That's incredible. Yeah. Fuck. He's, man, did you see... He's an animal in the car. Like, he's so good. Oh, you can't he, hate him. No. Nah. Like, you saw on the restart... Classic example of the restart is, like, he nearly got... He's got up right up... Like, no one gets close to a step on the restarts. He's the king of restarts. Perez was fucking eating four, four <laughs> oh, lengths bad. back. Like, standard. Doing a Maverick Vinales. But everyone does that. Like, he's just the king of restarts. He just knows exactly when to go. He doesn't, doesn't get any wheel spin. But he just... You just tell the difference between those drivers. That's right. And it's, he's going to be a big loss for the for F1 when he finally gives it up. Yeah, it was funny when... on the, After that restart and the podium chat... He was like, oh, I was thinking about a move, but I also wanted to leave the track with my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The fans, I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, but he would be the only person on the grid who could make a move, crash into Verstappen, and everyone would still have respect for him. Mm. Yeah. Like anyone That's else. Point. Anyone else on that. Yeah. Uh, imagine it was Hamilton. <sighs> he wouldn't have made it over the barrier. Yeah. The fans would have jumped. Man, I would have jumped out. And, <laughs> give him a fucking crack. The <laughs> one. Like, maybe, hey, maybe we should do Marshall job at. Bro, I got a funny story about that. I don't know if you remember that. Um, we were at turn one and we heard one of the marshals go, Oh boys <laughs> And it was just like two two like, you know, fat guys, like they couldn't hack it. They were like yeah, laying down yeah, yeah. So like, get the fuck up boys <laughs> And he was like yelling at them and yeah. like it was like a crowd watching this marshal. <laughs> the two marshals were sitting on their ass. Right, like, like sunbaking. Yeah, they were sunbaking, like drinking water and like, I don't know, had a banana or something. And then the head marshal goes, boy, get up. What are you doing? That? He's fucking... They're like, get up. They're like, oh, for fuck's sake. Man, some corners at GP as well, there would be no accidents. Like yeah, there'd be some yeah. corners that they never get action. I'm trying to think, actually. They'd probably, they'd probably do it every corner at Phillip Island, but there'd be corners around the world. Yeah, for sure. Like the last corner at Texas. No one crashes in that corner. No. Except no. for Loris Baz and then he Loris picked it back up. Yeah. yeah. So one of the one best, of best saves, saves of all time. time. Yeah. 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 Better than Marquez's save, I reckon. Oh. Uh, nothing. Wouldn't even look twice at those ones. Don't you fucking dare. Is Marquez going to come back and be a race winner by the end of the year? Nah, not by the end of the year. Uh, if he, I reckon if he's going to pull anything out, it's going to be a Spanish round. I was saving it for this podcast to bring this up. I wouldn't say the win, but I wouldn't be surprised um, if he gets like a top six this round in Catalonia. 
Well, I think it's one of those. It's one of those tracks as well. What's the What's the weakness of the Honda? Everything. Yeah. But like, give me an example. Like, would you say the 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 Yamaha's weakness is like acceleration? Yeah, Yamaha straight line speed and straight line speed. Honda's is probably the fact that you actually just can't control it. Yeah, like you can't it's tip just, it in. It's just unrideable. Yeah, you, yeah. It doesn't turn and it doesn't exit. Because Quattro <laughs> won last year. Yeah. At Barcelona. So last year, can you correct me if I'm wrong? Was Alicia Spagro winning and he fucking celebrated to one was, lap too yeah. early? Or was he second? Second. No, uh, no he wasn't no, winning. I thought he was... No. Nah, he was on a podium, wasn't no. he? Yeah, because Quattro... he lost the podium. Off. Yeah. Quattro was off to the races. Because Quattro a year before that was leading, but he had... His fucking armor came oh, off, didn't he? Or the zip. Should have got black flag for that. Yeah, the, the zip got... Yeah. Yeah, he ripped his chest. Not done easy out. leathers though. No, that no, was that, if it was done easy leathers, they wouldn't have ripped. No, not at all. <laughs> um, maybe they would have. <laughs> maybe. Oh, you plug you guys, that's all. Um not us. <laughs> um but I it's interesting that was the Yamaha last year, did it have these same problems that it did this year? No. Yeah, what is worse, you reckon, more about the Yamaha this year? I don't think they developed. So it's just stayed I the same. I think everyone else has just leapfrogged them in development. Yeah, is what that's it a good is. point. That's uh, normally what it comes down to at the end of the day. Yeah. I, just, I, I know they just can't find that balance. Yeah. It's definitely much more rideable than what the Honda is. Well, it's be, you know, it'll be really interesting to see how Quattararo does this weekend. Because he's essentially on a very similar bike to last year and he has been nowhere all year and he won it's it last the year. Yamaha track. Definitely, and that's and the reason being traditionally, traditionally, yeah, traditionally. man. How many clips do you see of that classic race? Yeah, ten years oh. ago, wasn't it? Simon Crafer commented on the Instagram post, and he was like, um, "It's there's it only a couple of moments I've been jumping up and down in my la- laundry watching a race, and that was the race." I still remember it. Famously, Lorenzo said, "If you're going into the last sector leading, you're winning that race. Last corner leading, you're winning." Oh that race. my god. <laughs> That's a big fuck you, it's isn't it? It's probably that was the on the Mount Rushmore best overtakes of all time. Top four. I yeah. mean, I think if you yeah, just saw if you just saw the overtake from just a snippet and with no context, you'd be like, that's a really good overtake. But the context of it was a last lap of Man, the lace. The helicopter shot, you see Rossi lose his front tire. It starts slipping. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking incredible. And then like what when Lorenzo was like talking shit before the race and, you know, it was... It was like deep into the Rossi Lorenzo fucking saga. Yeah. He was talking about the sector. Yeah. Oh god, that so was fun. fuck. That was amazing. Wasn't Lorenzo's lane that day? Nah, it wasn't. Did Lorenzo win the championship that year? No. What was that? 09? Nine. That was Rossi's. That last. was Rossi. Like for me, that was prime Rossi. I know he was probably earlier than that was prime for you guys being, but for me watching it, that was like when Rossi was the king. Yeah, for me. Yeah. For me, I think the most untouchable Rossi was 03. 04 Rossi's pretty tough too. Yeah. Only because good too. Only because he just dominated because he was on that the on that Repsol. Repsol. Yeah. And I had a soft spot. I've always loved Repsol Honda. Mm. I was fucking devastated when he left. Yeah, right. We'll have to go through it. We'll have to go into that one day. Yeah. We'll go get the therapist. <laughs> you're, you're, you're grade guys. three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but like again, obviously, what he did with with Yamaha was incredible yeah, as well. He has to be the best rider of all time um, to develop a bike. Yeah, yeah. 
That go. Who was his? That the Aussie guy, the older fellow, Jeremy Burgess. Yeah, he his input as well must have been amazing yeah. throughout the years because he oh, would yeah. he joined him pretty early on, didn't he? Yeah, straight, so straight from Dawn. Yeah, he was yeah. Dawn. So yeah. a lot of eighty percent of Rossi's team was Aussie, Aussie. Yeah, because it was all Dawn's team. Right. He, he inherited Dawn's bike. Did he? Did he yeah. replace Dawn at, at Repsol? Uh, it was like a year out, maybe yeah, or something like that. Right, gotcha. Or a couple of years after, it might have been. Yeah. So who was on the Repsol for that year? That Crivier and that's gonna test you, mate. Come on. Uh, so not... we're talking O two. You uh, uh, Thoro <laughs> something like his okay. name. Japanese writer. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna look that up. So 2002, we're talking. Yeah, because they went on, and then 2003, I know it was Yukawa or something like that, because he was number 11 on a Repsol Honda. Oh, so they got rid of Crivier for Rossi. He retired. Right. Did the sport a favor. <laughs> um, he's a name you don't hear much about, as in these days. Like, no. Toro Yukawa. I was fucking. I was fucking right. Well, I expected you to. You're a bloody media personality from MotoGP. I'm pretty proud of myself for that one. You got second in the title, I think. Did you get second in the title? So, I've been thinking about this for a week, James and Dan, about Marquez and where he's going to move to and all that kind of stuff. And I was, I was talking to Dan about this before the pod. And, and I'm going to say, I think he owes Repsol Honda, not the other way around. I think for the last two seasons where he's had these injury-prone three, three years, I would say, doesn't he own a portion back to them? They've been paying his salary for, and it's, it would be the highest paid salary in the motor in in MotoGP. Yeah. They've been paying his salary for the last three years. He's not performed obviously because of injuries. They haven't given him the bike either. How would you like to respond to that? Uh, it's a great point you make. Um, uh, no, he doesn't owe him because he won he won them eight world titles. Oh, sorry. Uh, six world titles for Repsol. Um, I feel like it's a double-edged sword because people will just be like, "Well, if he if he wins, stays on Repsol Honda, then he'll be like, well, he's just stayed on Repsol Honda. He hasn't dared to move anything else.' But right. with that, where it seems to be the go because Rossi started that, which is fine. Yeah. Um, but then if he goes to KDM, people will be like, oh, he's just jumping onto be a, onto a better bike and jump ship. You're damned so, if you do, damned yeah, if you don't. Yeah. Stoner did that. Yeah. And there's no, no problem doing that. Yeah, I would actually like to see him jump onto a different bike. Oh, I think everyone that's would. That's what we want though. We yeah. want all the better riders to be on the best bike. Yeah. I would love to see him develop that Repsol. <laughs> it would be great if he did that and then won another title. But I think the sport actually needs him right now. I think the sport needs Mark Marquez more than Mark Marquez needs the sport. Mm. I think that's a great point. Because the years that... The golden years for me... I'm going back to my golden years again. The Marquez battles. And and Incredible. you know I love... I don't like Marquez. Yeah. Okay. But I love to see him beat. Yeah. And that's what's missing for me at the moment in you love, GP. Yeah, yeah, you love the hurt. You yeah. love being hurt. I love being yeah. slapped around yeah. and, you know, <laughs> called a pig and shit. <laughs> What is that in the bedroom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's true, and I think yeah. it's and he's still he was still fuck. He's never going to be a Rossi personality, but he's still a personality. Yeah, and and how he rode made it so interesting. It's like um, I'm going to use this as an example: UFC and WWE. Even you need villains yeah. to yeah. make it interesting. Yeah, like, so just a rivalry. Fuck. You yeah, a, yeah. Look at Floyd Mayweather; he's the ultimate villain. Yeah, um, and he's worth billions. Yeah, exactly. Um, so look, I, 
as much as everyone hates on him, and I love him, um, I think the sport needs him at the moment. I think they need him to be winning because they need a poster boy and there's no poster boy yet. No, that's we've, the problem. We've talked about it. And look, it is a bit of a changing of the guard. You know, Marquez is ne- not going to be there forever. Rossi was never there forever. Look at Biaggi. You know, you either loved him or you hated him back in the day. Um, but I think we need Mark. We, we need Marquez to be up there. If it's on a Honda, if it's on a fucking Ducati, if it's on a KDM or an MV Gustav. And we need some rivalries. Yeah. yeah. And he's going to bring it. He'll bring it to anyone. Um, and look, so will Fabio on the right bike. Exactly right. And we will. We thought that was the next big rivalry. Fabio yeah. and Marquez. And that never, that's that's shaping up to be. Yeah. Because that all stemmed from when Fabio was on the... Patronus. Patronus, yeah. yeah. And he outperformed that bike something terribly that year. Yeah, yeah. amazing. I remember right. him and Aston and they were, they were fighting. And like, I think... I think I was like, that's a star, you know, in the making. But yeah, it hasn't really got to that point yet. Yeah, because bikes... Injuries, you know, COVID. COVID. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So... But man, it's it's so hard to look back at, and we say this last week. We saw this last week. Looking back three years ago, how different MotoGP was the landscape. Because mm, right. I mean, four years ago, I should say, since before COVID, like Marquez was dominating, Fabio was the next big thing. Yeah, like none of that is happening now. It no, has. Right. It's just do- Ducati dominance. It's the Italian. It's just the Italian Cup. Yeah, uh, and no one would have thought of that. No, nah. no, nah, you wouldn't have. Like Davizioso put everything he possibly could have to win that championship that year, um, but. Yeah, who would have thought Ducati's going to come out and have a dominating bike on every track, not just the high, yeah, it's high right, speed man. ones? Yeah. And look, it's mm. not going to last forever. Like Ducati have just been the smartest because they've made, they've made a bike that everyone can ride. Where yeah. Honda and and they learned their lesson from Stoner because yeah. they did they just made a bike for Stoner to ride. Look at Melandri, right. and they got the, the Ducati have the best personnel. Yeah, they got, oh, they've been you know, amazing. Credit where credits due. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Inside joke. Yeah, like you look at you know we'll talk about the well Honda passed up on Delinia. Yeah, that's right. Because and they were the most arrogant team, Honda. Yeah, that's the that's most arrogant them. team. That's yeah. very Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No one can tell us how to build something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you know they've used Suda swing arms or something like that, and. Alex. Yeah, a Kalex, I think it was. Are they still and... using a Kalex chassis Honda? Uh no, I don't think so. Right, because that was so. that they was were very it. strange, wasn't yeah. it? Like looking back at that, for them was to outsource, outsource a chassis, and then like that hasn't even spoken yeah, un- about un Honda like, un Honda like. I mean, who uh, who uses a different <laughs> chassis than them? I don't think anyone does. No, yeah, that's how much turmoil there. <laughs> that. And that's what that's happens. That's a story in itself, isn't it? Like that is a massive story. Who who was talking about that? One of the engineers and Alberto Puge came up to it after they won the nineteen title, and they were looking at the results. Um, I think it might have been Crafer, um, and it was like you know Marquez seventy points ahead of everyone, and then the next best was, oh fuck, uh, who 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 was nineteen? Lorenzo. No, no for next Repsol. Was it oh. Lorenzo? Oh, yeah, Lorenzo, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it was... And he was like, you know... He was almost last. Yeah, I think it might have been even uh, Crutchlow. Someone was like 13th or 10th in the championship, the something like that, or 8th. And then they'll, you know, out of the 15. Oh, you're and, talking and, about Honda as yeah, a hot fold. Honda sorry. as a hot yeah, yeah, fold. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. Honda or Alberto Puge knew they had a problem then. Yeah. And then the last thing they need was Marquez to crash. Yeah. And hurt himself because then it's just game over. And then there's been no development on the bike because they just developed it around him. Yeah. You know, so 
that's the start of all their problems. But they, as a company, they needed to make changes. They couldn't just handle on. They can't just think Marquez forever. That's nah, so it's stupid. stupid. That's stupid. You know, it's very short term. Um, well, it's biting them in the ass now, isn't it? Massively. You know, and now he wants to leave. And so, going getting back to your point, you know, he's damned if he does and damned if he don't. So, that's right. yeah. You know, I would love to see him, even like, you know, an MV Augusta team was floated around or a Husky but team. But where does MV Augusta come from? Like, so who owns MV Augusta? KDM got 25%. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Which would be sick. So, MV Augusta have road bikes as well. Yeah. yeah. And really They're in good the um, Super Sport Championship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> cool. Riveting. Is that like the VFL? <laughs> yeah. Nah, Northern Football League yeah, Divi like, yeah, like 12 <laughs> yeah. Nah all jokes aside All jokes aside um, Yeah I think I'm like I mean I'm thinking I've had Husqvarna in my mind and I thought that would be a good fit But, <laughs> but you're right Husqvarna don't make a road bike So it's sort of useless isn't it Yeah they, they do. do Oh yeah Yeah that like Vitplin Yeah or I just Spart Pillin Yeah and Adventure Bike And they're KDMs man It's fucking yeah. different Different yeah, KDMs Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But it would be amazing to see MV Augusta back in yeah, the championship. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be amazing. Mm. That'll be great. We'll catch fire. You know, Probably. Every race. <laughs> Still have electrical problems. Yeah. Can't find parts for <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So the gas gas... Yeah, I mean... So is gas gas staying gas gas? I think, I think so. so. Yeah, I think so. Which is... That's probably the weirdest one. Well, yeah, they do not make... They definitely don't make a road bike. Yeah, nah. <laughs> they were a Spanish Spanish enduro dirt bike yeah, maybe yeah. six years ago. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. Yeah, I mean, KDM buying up all these brands, but they're all very similar brands, aren't they? They're just making a, a monopoly of the of the industry, the dirt yeah. bike industry. Like Husqvarna back in the day were fucking terrible. Oh, pigs. Yeah. yeah. Electrical nightmares. Yeah. They weren't called Husqvarna, were they? They were called... Husqvarna. Okay. Yeah. I thought yeah. they were called something different. No. No, no, no. Yeah, we, 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 we wouldn't trade them back in the day. Yeah. It was just white, black and red yeah, plastic ones. Like the 2011 yeah, ones. Yeah, it cool. was, wasn't worth it. Yeah. It wasn't worth it. You uh, can't even get parts from them now. Like, yeah. It's difficult to find parts from yeah. them. It's just nightmare. Fuck that. Anyway. Tom. Yes. Throw it back. 2011. Canadian Grand Prix. Take us on a journey. Well, it was one of the most memorable mornings of my life, I think. <laughs> because I think the race kicked off about 11 a.m. Oh, sorry, about 3 a.m. And and you were up? I was night? up. I was up with my old man watching it. It ended up being the longest race in Formula 1 history. <laughs> oh, Do you know how long Christ. it went for? <laughs> yeah, eight hours or something. Oh, no shit. Bro, I think it was still going at like our time, like 10 a.m. And it was so weird to watch live Formula 1 at like 10 a.m. in the morning. I remember I had to work that day and I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to work. So, Fuck. yeah, I think because it would, would have been a Monday morning and I reckon it was Queen's birthday weekend. Okay. Because I was working on the Monday. I'm from and the, you weren't at school? Wasn't at school. No, because it was Queen's birthday. Yeah. 12th of June, which would have been Queen's birthday. Um, So, before the race, to put into context, it was a pretty open season. Vettel um, obviously was uh, dominating... This dominated to a certain extent, but it was still quite an open championship at that point. The race started behind a safety car, and then they went around a few laps. Safety car came in, and then Vettel built a lead. 
So then what happened was there was actually a collision between um, <laughs> Hamilton and Rosberg. Sorry, Hamilton and, um, <laughs> oh, and Button. So Button knocked off Hamilton's front wing. Drive through penalty. All right. So but Hamilton knocked off Button. No, other way around. Button. Button. Yeah. So Button put Hamilton out of the race. So I was already happy. <laughs> so I was good. I was pumping. It was all good. So he got a drive through penalty. He went all the way to the back of the pack. Yeah. Okay. So race went on, button button passed a countless amount of people throughout the field, then had another accident with Alonso. Fuck. Another drive through penalty. Yeah, yeah. Went all the way to the back of the grid. They're all in full wets at this point, raining. There's been on and off raining, hasn't it? On and off raining. He comes through the field, passes I think Weber and Actually we'll get it going here. So early in rain. Oh he wasn't happy. You know what? These cars are one of my favorite looking cars. That, that, that McLaren, and yeah. I, I even like that shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2011, 2012 was really good years. It was um, so, really good looking cars. Middle of the race, this is the red flag <laughs> stoppage. And it went for like four hours of stoppage. I remember just sitting there waiting for... Uh, why did it, why was it went for so long? Because it just did not stop raining. So they've had wet tire problems the whole time. Look, Button well. picks up a puncture. <laughs> He's back of the field, like you wouldn't believe. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's completely back of the field. He re- rejoined at last. Like, this is already when he's already gone back to last place. It's crazy. This is fucking nuts. Yeah, six laps to go. Look at the dry line, bro. It's so dangerous. Yeah. So Button passes Weber, then passes Michael Schumacher for P two. Throwback. Yeah. And he's on back on slicks there. Oh yeah, because a massive dry line. Oh. And then this is the last lap. Boom. Vettel Vettel goes wide. Button comes through. Wins. Yeah, that's amazing. Jeez, that's a good win. So after the race, he comes out and said it was the best win of his career. Fair enough. And yeah, just one of those unbelievable unbelievable races that went for for so long. Um, And you never thought it was going to be restarted. And it was unusual back then. It just did, didn't really happen. This the last couple of years, it seems like it's happened a few times. Yeah, so. yeah. So that was interesting. Um, but yeah, that's I haven't got really anything much more to say about that. Just a mem- very memorable race for me um, in in my in history of watching the sport. How did he go for the rest of the championship, Jensen? That year? Yeah, he was top five. Yeah, top five in the championship. So yeah, I mean, it was going to looking at the results. Um. Mm, mm, mm. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> so Vettel. Oh, sorry. Button finished second that year in the championship. Okay, but complete domination by Vettel. Vettel won. Vettel won by 122 points that yeah, year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so Another Red Bull domination. What a great surprise. This is his season. One, first, first, second, first, 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 second, first, second, fourth, second, first, 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 third, first, first, retire, second. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. There you go, huh? That was a great looking car. That was a great yeah. car. You seen that? Um, they did that Vodafone McLaren around Bathurst. Yes. Yeah, that that's, was cool. That's, that's, that's fucking cool. That's pretty dope. 
I like it. Mm. Should we do uh Where Are They Now? Yeah, we've got a new segment for everyone. Drum roll, please. Where Are They Now? <laughs> James Shaw edition. James Shaw edition. So it's a bit of a homage to the riders slash drivers of the past. Uh, maybe people that have just loosely forgotten about um and you know just talk about what they're doing now and you know why they were so exciting even if it's just for a few races that they were or past world champions whatever it is and my first one to kick things off is john hopkins ex MotoGP racer world superbike rider bsb rider and now one of the team owners of Amer- or team director i think of american racing which is actually kind of turning to shit at the moment <coughs> yeah i think a lot of their riders are leaving yeah well Joe Roberts left last year. Yeah. To go to Edel Trans. Yeah. Which is like the same looking team. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and they look exactly the same. Um, so have they got a, have they got a few have they got a few teams in different categories, or is it just a Moto Two team? Moto Two. Okay. Moto Two. Moto Two. Yeah. I think they might have a tie in somewhere in. Um, Three. No. Uh, American Supers. Uh, oh, that would make sense. I think I could be wrong, but. I think they've got a tie in somewhere. And it's great that Hopkins is involved in this because I like having Americans up there. Yeah. You know, I think it's good it's, for the sport. It's great for the sport. Yeah. You know, we need another Nicky Hayden or Colin Edwards or, you know, whoever. But yeah, John Hopkins, he rose onto the scene, I think, 01, 02. Yeah. I think maybe 02. Early days. Um, on the, I think it was a WCM Red Bull. <laughs> Yamaha sick bike. very <laughs> sick bike we'll, uh, we'll get into a three hour deep dive when Tom's not here yeah, exactly. on just that bike uh, feel free <laughs> talk about super bikes as well <laughs> see my memory from Johnny Hopkins is Suzuki am I uh, yeah he yeah. raced with Suzuki yeah. yeah 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 yeah. that's my memory and I think I had a poster on my, my wall when I was a kid nice and I that, think he went to Kawasaki for a bit he too. did yeah he did um, man, he had so much talent and he was one of those guys where I reckon if he had a better bike back then, cause I reckon the field was, um, stacked, but it was like two, three, four good bikes actually on that grid, that especially with the Honda start of those prototype four strokes. I think with this new segment, we've got going through these riders that were in the Rossi era, mm. call it, there's going to be a lot of missed opportunities there. Yeah, exactly. And like, um, there's a really good. Like mini Docker on him, I guess, through that faster movie where they oh, explain so best one of the best movies ever. Yeah. Um, they, yep. they talk about John Hopkins and his rise yep. um, through like uh, AMA Superbikes. It'd be and, sick to rewatch those, actually. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to make a night of that. Yeah. Um, and just his rise to it. And even how, you know, how well he was doing. Because remember, he started on a two, uh, sorry, 500cc two stroke against the MotoGP four strokes. That was his first yep. season. Yeah. Um, I think the first time he scored points was at Suzuka. I think it might have been his first round. Pissing down rain, crashed twice, picked it back up, but still scored like a point or two. That's bad. So, you know, dude. And dude dude was an absolute gun. Probably he should have got more, I reckon, for what it was. But then he had uh, he had massive injuries. So yeah. there's one to clip the we got here of him at Assen, and this basically destroyed his legs. One of the fastest, most brutal crashes. We'll clip it in. Um, I think you're ever going to see. Um, and that 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 corner, that left-hand corner at Aston is not where you want to crash because there's not much runoff. Yeah. This is like the third last corner. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's look at that Kawasaki. It's just beat to hell. Is that where Lorenzo had his crash me brain's collar? Look straight. Oh. Legs first into the wall. Lucky legs first. Man. Yeah, exactly. Because right. you see him now, and he's limping, or he's on crutches. From this? Uh, from from this, I believe, and uh, he's had a few other injuries. Because he raced, uh, I think, AMA and BSB afterwards. And he was the first American to actually win a British Superbike race. You know what? You're right. That is one of the fastest crashes Man, you've seen on a MotoGP bike. He must have lost it that early. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's almost he must have lost it, then must have re-gripped or something like to go that fast into the barriers. Gnarly. There's a similar crash I saw with Nicky Hayden that when he went straight through top, top of the corkscrew. Right yeah, the top. man, that's fucking crazy. That one. Get as well. that going, just cause. Yeah, get it up on the fucking the get blow it up on the blow, blow it blow. Um, but while Dan's looking at that, another massive crash he had um, that really put him out is uh, in 2009. World Superbikes. He got taken out by Mercado Tomato and Brock Parks. <laughs> Tomato what? <laughs> Mercado Tomato. Mercado. <laughs> Mercado Tomato. Um, he was unconscious for 10 minutes. Jesus. Yeah. For 10, 10 minutes, man. Oh, maybe I was wrong. Maybe it wasn't. Was it Aragon? My apologies. I thought it was... Um... Laguna at the top of the Yeah, I thought it was it's they both got a corkscrew. I thought it was Yeah, this is James, I've talked about this crash before. With you. Yeah. And I never could find this crash. This is the crash I've been talking about. That's that was one of the gnarliest crashes. Yeah. There's another if we're gonna go down a deep dive. That's what I'm thinking. Jack Miller? The Jack Miller one one is the most brutal, craziest crash I've ever seen in the MotoGP one. Yeah, get that going while we're here. <laughs> the new segment's already been hijacked. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, what do I see? Two seconds. But yeah, that's 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 really just the main thing on John Hopkins is just how much of how talented he was, really, and how how a few of those crashes can really yeah. impede your career. And you know, probably just being on the wrong bike at the wrong wrong, um, wrong time, you know? Avalo Bautista and MotoGP was oh, very similar. literally just about to say Yeah, that. yeah. Case. And you see him now in World Supers and um, the dude's dominating, obviously. Yeah, there'd be, definitely be a portion of a lot of riders' minds that they've had missed opportunities throughout the year. But it's, you know, back in the start of 2003, whatever it was. Because this re-gripped again, bro, this it? is yeah. crazy. That is... So far, how did he walk away from that? Bro, so many things could have gone wrong. Like, there's so many fucking sharp edges there. He could have gone over the Bro. barriers. How how he walked away from that and then kept riding, I don't know. Because there is zero chance of keep riding after that. Mm. Not that weekend. It's... Count your lucky stars, huh? 100%, man. Actually, there's a good clip where he talks about what was going through his mind when he... Crash that bike. Mm. Get it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's all good. What's your earliest memories of John Hopkins back in the day, Dan? Uh, probably the Yamaha. Mm. The Red Bull. That Red Bull bike that was, was just fucking awesome, sick. Man. It was, would yeah. have been the first Red Bull kind of sponsorship in the sport as well. I think it might have yeah, been. Yeah, I think you could be right there. Because you saw a lot of that like 03 to 05. There was little snippets of Red Bull coming through. And he had a Red Bull helmet. The silver yeah. and blue helmet yeah. back in the day as well. That's when you know you made it too, if you're a Red Bull athlete. Oh man, fuck yeah. Especially back then. Yeah, um, OG. But then yeah, I actually used to play with like 
use his character a lot on MotoGP 08 <laughs> on the um, on the Quacker. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, he's a man. I've always been a big John Hopkins fan. So yeah, now he's just um, trying to do, I guess, what Rossi's doing at the same time of just getting the American talent up. Yeah, it's smart. Which I love to see. You know, and uh, hopefully they, they get someone. The Americans have had a good goal at trying to get into GP, but you know, Josh yeah. Heron had a crack on Motor 2, got fucking demolished yeah. by Pedro Costa. It might have been... Oh, no, Mark Marquez, Marquez sorry. Yeah. That's tough, man. Uh, that's a hard field to go into. Yeah. If you're especially not in the Grand Prix circuit. But it's funny, Heron, he's not even um, racing supers. Nah. He's, he's still... He's in um, AMA, isn't he? Yeah, but as in, he's not racing the thousands. Yeah, he's, he's in on the... He's the V2. Yeah. Which is weird. It is weird. But there's a good... Um, a little series on the American racing team. Okay. And there's some real good interviews with Hopper. Yeah, man, I'll have to look it up. He's a legend, but... Yeah. He's a man. Boys. Tips? Let's do it. James is wrapping us up. It's yeah. a miracle. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Tell me about it. I'm saving myself when Tom's Yeah, when you. he's gone, we'll just... <laughs> <laughs> Gonna need a bigger iPhone. Oh yeah, I'll be dissecting each livery tongue. What are they? Just before we go into tips, Jesus. What they come? <laughs> they, they come out. And, uh, Miguel Oliveira's come out today and said something. I saw some. Do you guys catch any of that? Something about him being overweight or something? No. No. Okay. Nah, I've he, not seen that. Because he's got. He's going to be my tip for this week. Miguel Oliveira to win. Miguel. Yeah. That's a good tip. I like that. And it's a very much a again. This is probably a track. A pretty yeah, track. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. Yeah, you know what though? He will fucking get taken out. Yeah. So seriously, Ol- Oliveira to win. Uh, actually, it's gonna be, and then it's gonna be a Spargo second, and then we're gonna have uh, Quarraro third. Oh, that's a real different one. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, an F one. Fuck. <laughs> 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 uh, Max Verstappen to win standard uh, Gasly second oh, I like that and uh, Hamilton third yeah. don't like that <laughs> <laughs> what about you big man uh, F1 Max um I like the Gasly call. Um, I, honestly, I'm going to repeat this week's podium. Okay. Yeah. And you can have it either way for Alonso and, and yep. Gasly. But yeah, that'll be F1s. GP, Peko, Martin, Binder, Miguel, best of the rest. Yep. Miguel's got to come out. This It's, it's yeah. his time to shine. Here's time to shine. Uh, Jimmy? Uh, F1, uh, Red Bull 1-2, Mark, uh, fucking Verstappen, Perez, uh, Hamilton, third. Uh, GP, I'm going to go Martin. Uh, At the home track. Martin, Banyaya, Aspargo, third. Yeah. So... Uh, you know, come back from his demons from yeah celebrating last year. Early. Yeah, celebrating a lap early. I I think we underrate the Aprilia on this on this channel. 
I think it's no, right. You boys I talk always, about you boys. I always talk about. I reckon it's. I reckon no, the bike itself. I the reckon. bike, no, yeah, the bikes. I've always said the bike's great. Yeah, yeah. the bike's better than the riders. Yeah, correct. Yeah. The bike's better than correct. the riders. Yes. Go, go to like episode one or two. I'm pretty sure I said Fabio needs to be on that bike. Yeah. yeah. That's if they're gonna win. That's who they need. Yeah. But do. we talk about this Ducati Cup and Ducati bike dominating, but I don't. I don't think their Aprilia is that far behind. No, it's not. No, and it's I don't think the KDM's too far behind either. I think they just need. I, I think they know. need. I think they need an X factor. Yeah, but Binder's outperforming that bike, I reckon, as well. Yeah, because I was watching, and I was like, KDM have come such a long way, but then you could still see the Ducati streaking away last round, especially that second corner. Yeah. Out, of, out of that chicane, yeah, fuck, you just it was it was like a tenth every lap. It like, was crazy. Hey, you you can't pass if you're losing a yeah. tenth every lap. So that's where the KDM dropped. Like I dropped them. As yeah, mm. that's fair call. Progression, but they're still obviously a lot better than where they were. But yeah, yeah. Saprilia is definitely not too far off. Uh, sneaky Marquez top six. Oh, maybe more of a chance in a sprint race than the main race. Yeah, that's probably better. You can't that. crush again, surely. Uh, yeah, probably. Know. It's Buck Mark Marquez, man. He'll you launch himself in orbit. You and Mia can walk hand in hand out of the gravel trap. Yeah, that's right. But. All right. Um, Tom's searching something up. Uh, yes. So, Oliveira retired last week yeah. because he had a... Uh, the brakes were heating up so much because of the high braking track and uh, they didn't have the weight right. That's where the weight thing oh, came from. <laughs> so, oh, He wasn't having too many donuts. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, he's a little fella, isn't he? They're all little fellas. There you go. All right, boys. All right. <laughs> oh, one more thing. <laughs> no, no. Nah, nah. Thanks, guys. See you. <laughs>